We sat down with Lauren Livesay and Colin Cappy, second-generation employees at Mall of Georgia Chrysler Dodge Jeep, to talk about their customers both here in Gwinnett and across the country. Well, one of my neighbors bought all his cars from us, and when I see him in the morning, I give him a good wave, and I'm very thankful for that. And he continues to want to purchase vehicles from us because of the good experiences he's had. We have people from out of state that will come back that have been buying cars from us for years that'll drive on in or fly on in, trade in their car, get a new one, and leave. And we have some that are just loyal customers that have been with us for 28, 29 years. But then we have very big online presence. We've been getting a lot of product, and we've been shipping them out all over the United States. Mall of Georgia, Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Go see them on the lot at 4345 Buford Drive in Buford, or check them out online at mallofgeorgiachryslerdodgejeep.com. And welcome to Gwinnett Football Friday. I'm your host, Keith Ippolito from the BG Ad Group. Let's start by reviewing one of the most talk-about games of the season. Grayson's semifinal loss to Milton was a thrilling matchup. Everyone on the edge of their seats. I got Will Hammock with me. He's a sports writer from the Gwinnett Daily Post. Will, how are you this afternoon, man? I'm doing great. How about you? Doing good, man. So it looks like Grayson, they had made some uh, quite a few defensive mistakes on the night. How did the in- errors impact the momentum of that game and you know, determining the outcome ultimately. Yeah, I think uh, Grayson uh, did enough on offense to win the game. Uh, uh, got a kick return touchdown, scored 35 points. Uh, J.D. Davis, the quarterback, threw for 315 yards to, to cap an amazing season for him. But uh, like like you said, the defense really struggled to stop Milton. Luke Nickel, the quarterback for Milton, really really shined in that 45-35 victory over Grayson. He, uh, he's a Miami of Florida recruit, still a junior. Threw for th- 435 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, rushed for 55, nearly six, 600 yards of offense by Milton. So the offensive explosion was really, really the deal. They just couldn't slow him down. It was, uh, it was passing in the first half and then a little bit of rushing in the second half that, that Grayson slowed down. But just a lot of weapons on that that Milton team that, that the quarterback has to work with. He's got uh, one wide receiver going to Texas A&M, another one with offers from Georgia and FSU, and many more. And uh, he's the highly, most highly recruited of the bunch, I think. And then there's another wide receiver that hurt him even more in this game. And then you throw in the tight end that's going to Auburn, a 6'5", 240-pound kid who who really helped pass protect. That was uh, that was really important for them to protect Nickel and allow him to pass. And they really did a nice job of keeping the uh, Grayson defenders out of the backfield. Yeah, I mean, geez, 600 yards of offense. Holy mackerel, that is uh, that is not a defensive football game at all. Uh, from what I read in the game notes, it looked like a lot of it happened in mostly the first quarter in the first half. Is that correct? Yeah, a lot of passing success did happen. He had 290 passing yards at halftime. So a lot of issues there in the first half slowing it down, which was kind of surprising because uh, the, the week before in the quarterfinals, Grayson's defense really dominated Buford and uh, and really, really just put the heat on uh, Dylan Rayola, the Buford quarterback who just going to Georgia, put the heat on him all night long. They just weren't able to do that, weren't able to get in the backfield uh, and crack that Milton line, put the kind of heat they needed to, and that gave him a lot of time to to kind of get, get the ball to all those wide receivers. And uh, the secondary can only hold up so long when you're getting that kind of protection. Yeah, I mean it's yeah you can't ask your defense to <laughs> to do that when uh, you know you're on the field that long and he just eventually gassed out. I read in the post game notes, Coach Bryant praised his team's effort and you know the long uh, long display of the resilience that the team showed throughout the season. You know what do they have to look forward to next season? And uh, you know is there any good things they could take away from a loss? Yeah, I think there's a lot to like. I think I think first of all, you look at the head coach, uh, Coach Bryant, who did a good job. It's his first time being a head coach. Uh, he was brought in to be the head coach this year and did, did a nice job. He obviously uh, won the region championship in a very tough region and uh, and made a nice playoff run. They were the last Gwinnett team standing there in the semifinals. So went deeper than any other Gwinnett 
when that team. So him and his staff did a nice job of having success this year. There's a lot of talent, a lot of young talent on that team. A lot of them will be coming back. I think next year, uh, replacing the quarterback, J.D. Davis, who had uh, he's kind of such a big part of that offense, is going to be huge next season. But a lot going on over there to like. There's a lot of talent at Grayson. Yeah, definitely. Seems like it. He seems like he's definitely got him on the path of winning a state championship at some time in the near future. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up the first segment. Again, I'm Keith Ippolito with the BG Ad Group. He's sports writer Will Hammock with the Gwinnett Daily Post. And we'll be back on the other side of this break. Hi, I'm Peggy Slappy. I'm the owner of Peggy Slappy Properties. We're a full-service real estate company serving the greater Atlanta area and beyond. At Peggy Slappy Properties, we're committed to enriching the lives of those we serve with the best real estate expertise in the area. Our agents are dedicated to helping you find the perfect home, from new construction to resales, condos, luxury homes, custom homes. We also offer a host of services to make your home buying experience easier like our home search tool, mortgage calculator, and home value estimator. Your home is a very important part of your story, and our team will provide you with the best advice and expertise throughout the process. If you're looking to buy or sell a home in the Atlanta area, look no further than Peggy Slappy Properties. Visit our website at psponline.com to learn more and start your search today. Are you ready to make a difference? To be part of a winning team? Your opportunity is here, and we want you to say yes to GCPS. Gwinnett County Public Schools is looking for dedicated individuals to join our transportation team of bus drivers. We transport over 128,000 students daily, and we need passionate people like you to make it happen. We're not just offering you a job. We're offering you up to $28 per hour in an incredible benefits package. Enjoy health benefits, including medical, vision, dental, short-term disability, and more. And here's the best part? You'll receive 100% fully paid commercial driver's license training value at over $2,100. But we're not done yet. If you want to be a part of the team as a school bus monitor, we're hiring for that role too. Bus monitors enjoy many of the same benefits as drivers, and no commercial driver's license is required. For additional information, call 678-225-7670. Say yes to GCPS and become part of our incredible transportation team. Apply today and start your journey towards a rewarding career. And welcome back to Gwinnett Football Friday. I'm Keith Ippolito with the BG Ad Group. He's sports writer Will Hammock from the Gwinnett Daily Post. And, well, looking forward to next season. Which teams do you think are the ones to watch in 2024? And can you tell us about any rising stars or sleeper teams that we should also keep an eye on? Yeah, I think you you look at the teams this year. I think Buford and Grayson are the teams that we need to look at in 7A that are going to be really strong again next season just because of the amount of young talent that they have on those teams but they had some certainly had some nice senior players on both those teams but you look at both and their their younger teams are loaded with talent the kids they have coming up are very talented uh, a lot of stars at that level as well uh, some of their more big time players were underclassmen so i think buford and grayson are gonna be some teams to watch there in 7a to keep an eye on down in the in the AAA level i really like what wesley and uh they're gonna lose some quality seniors too but when you have a quarterback coming back like Ben Brown, who's been the, the region player of the year twice already as a sophomore and a junior, put up some huge numbers this year. So that's a good piece to build with when you have a quarterback like that. So I look for Wesleyan to have another strong year, strong year next year. All right. And before we wrap it up, I'm also I'm curious to know who are some of your picks for the offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, and even your coach of the year. Who stood out for you this season? 
Yeah, I think there's a big group of guys to consider uh, for offensive player of the year. I think uh, a lot of quarterbacks put up big numbers. We talked about J.D. Davis from Grayson already. Dylan Rayola, the quarterback at Buford. You got Ben Brown, the quarterback from Wesleyan, who we just talked about. Quentin Slaughter, the running back at Providence. He led the state in rushing at the end of the regular season, had a big year. Running back Cam Robinson had another year, big year at Mill Creek. Uh, I think for me, the player of the year, though, was uh, A.J. Watkins, the, the quarterback slash receiver at Norcross. What he was, he was able to do for that football team uh, – whether it was running the ball, throwing the ball, catching the ball a little bit at receiver, uh, did whatever they asked and just put up uh, ridiculous numbers at the 7A level. So I think that, that's the kid I would go with. He's a, he, had the most, uh, he meant a lot to his team, and he did it in the most different ways that he was able to contribute. As far as defensive player of the year, I think it's going to be, uh, I got to go with K.J. Bolden of, of Buford, who could easily be considered as offensive player of the year. Uh, scored a touchdown nearly every time he touched it on uh, at wide receiver or kick returner. And then uh, had a great, great job on on defense, scoring some defensive touchdowns, and also uh, teams certainly threw away from him all year long, being the, uh, the the credible defensive back he is. So you could easily make a case for him as offensive player of the year or defensive player of the year. Just he's got to be one of the players of the year regardless. Just a big-time player going to Florida State who's, uh, who's going to make an impact at that level. Uh, and you look at coach of the year, I think I think my coach of the year is probably going to be Matt Helmrich, the uh, coach at Peachtree Ridge. Uh, had 10 wins for the first time since 2009 in that program. First home playoff game since 2016, and the first winning season since 2016. He went, uh, he went six and six last year, or six and five last year. Made the playoffs, made state last year in his first season, and this year just really took it to another level. Went in ten games and uh, had one of the breakthrough seasons in 7A. Scored a school record 36 points a game. So just a, a great job by Coach Helmrich and his staff, and uh, I think they did an excellent job over there. Yeah, it all sounds like it all sounds like good selections and the the wealth of talent that is in Gwinnett County is incredible. Well, that's going to conclude another edition of Gwinnett Football Friday. I'm Keith Ippolito with the BG Ad Group. Alongside me is Will Hammock. He's the sports writer at the Gwinnett Daily Post. It's been a fun season of high school football on Gwinnett County. And while it didn't end up with a state championship in the county, we witnessed some incredible talent and inciting games throughout the season. It's always been impressive to see the dedication and the hard work these young athletes put into their craft every season so they truly represent the spirit of Gwinnett County football to me and Will and I both we want to thank all the coaches the players and the fans for listening throughout the season it's what makes high school football great in the county and we'll be back next season with more exciting content bringing you the latest news highlights and interviews from Gwinnett County football until then we'll see you on the field next season